0: But the children were awake and had heard the conversation. When the old people were asleep, Hansel got up and wanted to go out and pick up the pebbles again, as he had done the first time. But the stepmother had barred the door, and Hansel couldn't get out. But he consoled his little sister and said, Don't cry, Gretel, and sleep peacefully, for God is sure to help us. At early dawn, the woman came and made the children get up. They received their bit of bread, but it was even smaller than the time before. On the way to the woods Hansel crumbled it in his pocket, and every few minutes he stood still and dropped a crumb on the ground. "'Hansel, what are you stopping and looking about you for?' said the father. "'I am looking back at my little pigeon, which is sitting on the roof waving me farewell,' answered Hansel. "'Fool!' said the wife. This isn't your pigeon. It's the morning sun glittering on the chimney. But Hansel gradually threw all his crumbs on the path. The woman led the children still deeper into the forest further than they had ever been in their whole lives. Then a big fire was lit again and the mother said, Just sit down here, children, and if you're tired you can sleep a bit. We're going into the forest to cut down wood. And in the evening, when we're finished, we'll come back to fetch you." At midday Gretel divided her bread with Hansel, for he had strewn his all along their path. Then they fell asleep, and evening passed away. But nobody came to the poor children. They didn't awake until it was pitch dark, and Hansel comforted his sister, saying, "'Only wait, Gretel, till the moon rises. Then we shall see the bread-crumbs I scattered along the path. They will show us the way back to the house. When the moon appeared, they got up. But they found no crumbs, for the thousands of birds that fly about the woods and fields had picked them all up. Never mind, said Hansel to Gretel. You'll see we'll find a way out. But all the same, they did not. They wandered about the whole night. And the next day, from morning till evening, but they could not find a path out of the woods. They were very hungry too, for they had nothing to eat but a few berries they found growing on the ground. And at last they were so tired that their legs refused to carry them any longer. So they lay down under a tree and fell fast asleep. Ah, On the third morning after they had left their father's house, they set about their wandering again, but only got deeper and deeper into the woods, and now they felt that if help did not come to them soon, they would die. At midday, they saw a beautiful little snow-white bird sitting on a branch, which sang so sweetly that they stopped still and listened to it. And when its song was finished it flapped its wings and flew on in front of them. They followed it and came to a little house, on the roof of which it perched, and when they came quite near they saw that the cottage was made of bread and roofed with cakes, while the window was made of transparent sugar. Now we'll set to, said Hansel, and have a regular blow-out. I'll eat a bit of the roof And you, Gretel, can eat some of the window, which you'll find a sweet morsel. Hansel stretched up his hand and broke off a little bit of the roof to see what it was like, and Gretel went to the casement and began to nibble at it. Thereupon a shrill voice called out from the room inside. Nibble, nibble! Little mouse, who's nibbling my hands? The children answered tis heaven's own child, this tempest wild, and went on eating, without putting themselves about. Hansel, who thoroughly appreciated the roof, tore down a big bit of it, while Gretel pushed out a whole round window-pane, and sat down the better to enjoy it. Suddenly the door opened, and an ancient lady, leaning on a staff, hobbled out. Hansel and Gretel were so terrified that they let what they had in their hands fall. But the old woman shook her head and said, Oh, oh, you dear children, who led you here? Just come in and stay with me. No, I shall befall you. She took them both by the hand and let them into the house and laid a most sumptuous dinner before them milk and sugar pancakes, with apples and nuts. After they had finished two beautiful little white beds were prepared for them and when Hansel and Gretel lay down in them they felt as if they had got into heaven. The old woman had appeared to be most friendly, but she was really an old witch who had waylaid the children and had only built the little bread house in order to lure them in. When anyone came into her power, she killed, cooked and ate them, and held a regular feast day for the occasion. Now witches have red eyes and cannot see far, but, like beasts, they have a keen sense of smell, and know when human beings pass by. When Hansel and Gretel fell into her hands, she laughed maliciously, and said jeeringly, I've got them now! They shan't escape me! Early in the morning, before the children were awake, she rose up, and when she saw them both sleeping so peacefully with their round rosy cheeks, she muttered to herself, that will be a dainty bite." Then she seized Hansel with her bony hand and carried him into a little stable, and barred the door on him. He might scream as much as he liked, it did him no good. Then she went to Gretel shook her till she awoke and cried, Get up, you lazy bones! Fetch water and cook something for your brother! When he's fat, I'll eat him up! Gretel began to cry bitterly, but it was of no use. She had to do what the wicked witch told her to do. So the best food was cooked for poor Hansel, but Gretel got nothing but crab shells. Every morning the old woman hobbled out to the stable and cried. This is the end of the chapter. This audiobook is sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games. Visit their website, Curiosoft.com, for lots of fun kids games. That's C-U-R-I-O-S-O-F-T.com. This is the end of the chapter. This audiobook is sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games. Visit their website, curiosoft.com, for lots of fun kids games. That's C U R I O S O F T.com.